Thanks for tuning in. This is the Pete Wong Podcast about sharing the things that I love with those that I love. I find inspiration kind of everywhere. I've always wanted to just talk about these things. People have told me time after time, why don't you just share more of you? And with that, let's go. Hey everyone, welcome to this next episode of the Pete Wong Podcast. I hope everyone out there, whichever uh, city, state, or country you're in, uh, across the universe, everyone is doing well, staying safe, staying healthy, and um, still enjoying all aspects of your life. Um, This week um, uh, was a little challenging because uh, I didn't realize how much... um, uh, the death of uh, uh, the actor um, uh, Chadwick Boseman uh, would affect me. And uh, I needed some time to sit with it. And um, I came to the conclusion that um, the reason why it hit me so hard was because of the the way he lived his life. Um, uh, he was all about uh, sharing the, the things that he cared about and, and loved and um, and his uh, his uh, triumphs and his tribulations and his struggles and and uh, his um, manifestation and uh, uh, confidence and perseverance and these are all the um, uh, let me just make sure something is check Check. Okay, we're recording. All right. All of these things uh, that he lived his life, I think, uh, resonate with what what we talk about on the podcast here, and what this podcast and and the work that I do um, in in health and wellness and and uh, training our our minds and bodies to uh, live a life that's healthier, live a life that's full of more joy. And, um, it's just, it's just, uh, it was, it was, it was a heavy heart, um, to, uh, accept that, uh, a person, uh, of his caliber, um, is no longer here and to, to find out more stories about how he, um, would take time out and, and go visit, um, uh, different cancer patients or, or just the way he, um, shared his life with other people. Um, so I just wanted to, uh, just, just take a moment to, to just make sure that, uh, all of us are, are just, you know, being mindful of, of, uh, how we're living our lives. And, um, and I think, uh, the way that he chose to live his life, uh, in, in the 40 years that he, 43 years that he was here, um, it just really resonates with me and, and it's, it's, it's extremely transcendent. And uh, the last couple of days has been, uh, um, I just had to sit with it. So, um, so I just wanted to uh, kick off, you know, just making sure that uh, we're sending that out into the universe and this type of um, message and, and uh, love across, across all boundaries and borders and differences. And I think it's an important thing. Um, 
Secondly, uh, I, again, um, just want to thank all of you for the support. Um, I am enjoying doing this and, uh, will continue to, to do this and, and continue to do more of this. And I just get, uh, so thrilled to be able to share, uh, these words and, and, and what's on my heart with all of you. And, uh, so please don't be shy. Uh, send me a message. Let's talk. Um, Third, I want to remind everyone that uh, the uh, movement for the soul class uh, is going to be starting soon. So please send me a message if you don't know about that. Uh, I'll leave uh, uh, the address. I'm sorry, the web the website uh, down below uh, for you to check it out. But it's uh, unleashthebeast.net. Uh, or again, you can go to the Burbank Adult School and look up Movement for the Soul. So it's a 12-week course, and we're going to be doing some really cool things. I'm going to be sharing with you um, my process, uh, some of my process, and uh, do my very best to cater it to your needs, your situation. And um, But it's a two-way street. We're going to work together throughout the process. So please, I hope you'll join for that. Uh, send me a message. Let's let's make it let's make it happen. Let's make it work, and uh, and we'll go from there. All right, so where do we leave off? Just kidding. All right, chapter three. Let it go. Quote, it's only after we've lost everything that we're free to do anything. End quote. Tyler Durden from the book and the film Fight Club. If there was one valuable lesson that I have picked up and been working on the most lately, it's the practice and principle of letting go. I remember when I was younger and first heard these words being spoken out loud. Back then, I didn't think much of it. In fact, I didn't see what the big deal was. I was like, sure, whatever you say, I'll just let it go. Whatever that means. This was fine for a while until the time came when so many things happened that didn't go the way I intended them to. When I didn't meet the expectations I had set forth or when everything I had planned out blew up in front of me. In other words, when, quote, the shit hit the fan, end quote. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Think of the traumatic events of our past that have affected us and how they've affected us. We want so bad to remedy them, to fix them, or for some people, wish they never happened in the first place. But as we've already mentioned, nothing will make these events in our lives disappear. In fact, it would only be a disservice for us to even try. These are the parts of us that help shape who we are. Or how about those little daily occurrences that we may take for granted if we don't take some time to recognize them? I'm talking about those moments in our day that happen instantly. The ones that come and go so quickly, we hardly remember how we reacted to them until that moment has passed. Take, for example, 
You're driving down the road, listening to your favorite song, when someone out of nowhere cuts you off. Living in Los Angeles, this is a part of the daily routine. Just today, I had someone zipping across the lanes without even considering my safety or anyone else's. Of course, they didn't. They were probably too busy, too consumed in their own world, focusing on what they wanted, where they were going, to even consider about mine. But how do many of us react when this happens? We are struck emotionally. We take what happens personally. And for some odd reason, in the safe confines of our motor vehicle, we let that driver know exactly how we feel about them. Or, you know. Usually in a form of a four-letter word, or like what I heard growing up, as my mom drove something in our in your native language, tongue that is equivalent to go die or go to hell. Now that now that I'm older, been there, done that. I try my best not to get all worked up during these situations or others like it and simply practice letting go helps. How do I feel when this happens? Am I really that pissed off at the other driver? Yes, in a way I am. But does it do me any good to have this road rage, anger, and a brief moment of resentment towards them. Maybe, for some of you, but I came to the conclusion, no, it doesn't for me. And this is just one example. But we do it, and we will continue to do it unless we make the conscious decision not to next time. Everything is a choice. And because it is, there are things that we can control, or at least think we can. And then, of course, there are many more things that we can't. And it was probably never meant for us to even try. But it still comes down to how we choose to see things and how we choose to handle our actions. A bunch of different things happen to us, and we try to make some sort of sense of it. We want to fix these things, but in the process, get so caught up in all the hype and drama that in the end, it really doesn't lead us anywhere. So why do we try so hard to make things perfect? To feel the need to have all the answers to everything. Why do we set ourselves up for disappointment? Let it go. Let it all go. Yes. It's the title of an award-winning song made for Frozen, the Disney animated film. But aside from that, I bet I know what you're thinking. This is great, but it's easier said than done. Or is it? I used to think that way too. Even sometimes catch myself still thinking that way. And that's okay. It's all good. There's always room for change for more practice. Stop, breathe, 
go ahead and let go still. It's when we give ourselves the permission to be okay with the unknown, to release what we want some kind of control of, when we can allow the mind to take a much needed break and live in the moment. This moment, that's when you'll begin to see your options. Next time you feel something you are struggling with, a little pushback, whatever it is, big or small, try at that moment to just let it go. How do you do that? Perhaps the following tips may help you. Quote, let the past die. Kill it if you have to. That's the only way to become what you were meant to. End quote. That was Kylo Ren from, I think, the Star Wars, The Last Jedi. I think so. Okay. Tip number one. Give it a name. Whatever that is bothering you or holding you back, what you feel struggling with, name it. We absolutely cannot complete tasks that are left abstract in our minds. It will feel overwhelming and impossible to take care of. We have to first make it tangible to ourselves before we can face whatever it is we are being challenged by. The next time something is bothering you, see what it's like to take care of it without giving it a name. Then try it again, only this time assign a name to it. It can be anything you want, but make sure whatever you choose, it works for you. Maybe the following scenario I went through might help make more sense of what I'm saying. I had been living in Los Angeles for three and a half years. And in this time, I have worked at three different places and done various freelance gigs on the side. I was living in an apartment near Miracle Mile, which if you don't know where this is, not to worry, but it's between West Hollywood and Beverly Hills. At the time, I was living with two other roommates. It was a great place, central to everything in a safe neighborhood. Eventually though, things changed and I was running low on money, both in the amount I was making and whatever was left in my savings account. Whatever choices I had made up till then, I had to come to the reality that I could no longer afford to stay there any longer. As soon as I realized that unless some miracle would happen, I needed to start doing something about my situation. That's when I felt this churning uncomfortable feeling in my gut. In addition to my stomach tightening up, I got worried and filled with much anxiety. Feelings that I had not felt in quite some time. At first, all I could see was the problem and all I could think about was the urgency that I was running out of money with only one more month left. I could afford for rent. I was running out of options, or so I thought. Though I tried to be calm about it, truth was, I was panicking inside. I hated this feeling. 
So what happened? C point number two. Tip number two, talk to others about your problem. Talking it out with someone does good for you in so many ways. First, talking it out may help you see your options. Secondly, just by sharing it, you don't feel like the burden is all on you. Now you've got some support behind you. It shouldn't just be anyone too, but those people who you can trust to bear your soul with and won't make you feel dumb and stupid to share things with. Those few people who you really feel comfortable sharing the things you need help working through. Once I started to speak out loud and share my troubles and worries with my friends, Orpheus, Henry, and Junior, the guys I was spending most of my time training martial arts every Sunday morning and Thursday night with for the past few years, my bloodline brothers. Once we got talking, not only was I able to give my problem a name, but also talking it through, I was able to see what were some of my options. And it didn't feel quite so overwhelming. This whole time, I let my ego get in the way of the solution or solutions. I let my pride of feeling bad for not making enough or having enough money to stay where I was at hold me back. What a blow it was to my ego that I thought. I have lived in LA for almost four years now, and I have less than what I had when I first arrived. Somehow, I got it in me that this meant I was a loser, incompetent, a child. And if you allow these thoughts to become what you yourself think, then you only continue to hurt yourself even more. Recognizing and realizing how I perceived myself helped me to see what was another area in my life I needed to work on. More on that a little later. Here's the thing. Once I let all that stuff in my head go, once I made myself more comfortable with the idea that this is what it is and I had to do whatever it took to live in my current situation, whether it be the possibility to stay on another friend's couch or in my car for a short time period, I had to prepare for things being different because there was no way I was going to be able to stay there and this was going to happen no matter what. Question was, what would I do about it? And wouldn't you know it, the following weekend, while talking to the same friends, something did come up. I was able to find a new place and cut half of the amount of rent, half the amount for rent that I was paying before. Of course, there would be some sacrifices that would be needed to be made, but why should I be the one complaining? A few weeks before, I didn't like the feeling I was feeling in my stomach, and now it was completely gone. It wasn't until I let go of the thing I wanted to hold on to that the options appeared. We have to give it a name, even if you want to call it Wilson. Wilson. Whatever works best for you, mine was $925. 
this is the exact amount I was paying for rent and what I needed and also what I didn't have anymore. So I had to let it go. Start at ground zero. Instead of saying, I can't afford my rent or I don't have enough of that, I looked at the most tangible thing instead. Hence, $925. Now we can start to work on that. I mentioned it earlier, but I said that my ego or pride got in the way too many times. I believe that is what holds us back from accomplishing whatever it is we need done. Instead of worrying about what our expectations expected, start to forgive yourself and let go. If we can let go, we will be rewarded tenfold. Okay, sometimes things end up worse than before, but not always. Sometimes things turn out even better than what we expected. Sometimes, but we should also note sometimes things turn out even worse than what we had hoped, but that's all okay. The important thing is the practice of letting go. Not necessarily the outcome of it each time. The more we practice letting go, the more it will change our current circumstances. And isn't that something cool in itself? This is going to sound cliche, cliche, I know. But who wants to live a life where everything stays the same? Live, ev- live adventurous. Go for it. Why not? What do you have to lose? Quotes. Once we agree to let whatever it is go, then room for something new. Something different begins. This is the murky madness. We must first give ourselves the permission to let go of. Still wondering, how do you let go? Something that may help encourage you is putting much less focus on the problem at hand and more on the lesson you learn the thing you will gain from the experience. Tip number three. What is the lesson you learned? We all have some version of the murky madness we live with. What is the murky madness? While doing a guest speaking engagement at a nursing home in Minneapolis, Minnesota this past Christmas, one of the residents, Barbie, that was her name, helped coin this term for me. When we were making a list of the things we struggled with or things that held us back, brought stress to us, she said, you mean our murky madness? I love this. I asked her if I could steal this wording from her and she said with the biggest smile, please do. Each of us has our own thing we are dealing with. Whatever it's getting Whatever, whether it's getting over a heartbreak after getting dumped, a death in the family, or even getting a little agitated at that person who just cut you off and almost killed you, 
I know it can be hard, especially sometimes more than others. But if we give it our best to not place so much focus on the thing that bothers us, not giving it any energy to it, and instead focus on where the lesson is and where can we grow from what happened instead, nothing can be that bad. Here's another example. While doing a defense boxing drill with one of my training partners one night, I learned a valuable lesson about myself. The drill consisted of me taking on a more defensive position. As my partner, Henry, yeah, that's you, Henry, threw random punches wherever and however he pleased, I dodged, blocked, parried, slipped, bobbed, weave, used any head and body movement to protect myself from his punches and was doing okay, but still got punched around too much. At one point, he stops to tell me, let it go, Pete, you're in your head. Let it go, man. I knew what he meant, as it's something I've been practicing more and more, both during training sessions and in my personal life. But part of me wasn't sure how to do that. That's when at that moment, I just tried to let go. First, telling my mind to relax. And I knew this doesn't always work, but I allowed my body to just be, to just relax. If I got hit, then I got hit. The point was to try and not think, try to just and let my body do what it wanted to do, what it had to do. And wouldn't you know it? Not only was I not getting hit as much and not as hard, but I was having more fun. I've gotten a lot better at this the more I've tried, the more I've practiced. Many times, the solution to the things we struggle with, the things that bring anxiety, is to just let go and allow the answers to speak to you, to eventually find you. Whether it be something that you have been struggling with for years, months, or even a day. Try to get in the habit of letting it go. It might be something that has had a great impact on you on who you are, something that may have traumatized you in the past, or something that just happened today, only a few hours ago. Whatever it is, I encourage you to let it go. End chapter. Bullet points to be mindful of. Bullet point number one. Give it a name. 
take the problem from a state of being too overwhelming and abstract to something that is workable and tangible. Bullet point number two, talk to someone you trust, not online or through text, but in person. Get together with them. Let them know you would like some help getting it out of your head. And for the purpose of uh, the current time that we're in, uh, I think a camera uh, video uh, call would be helpful if you can't meet in person. Bullet point number three, what is the lesson learned? Bullet point number four, love yourself, forgive yourself, do not judge yourself. Bullet point number five, take the chance, try it. You'll be thankful you had. And that concludes chapter three. I hope uh, all of you that are listening to this or watching this uh, enjoyed <clears throat> this, this chapter. Letting go is a very important principle in life. And uh, I won't uh, regurgitate what I just shared, but I just encourage all of you out there to continue the practice. Each day, we have an opportunity to practice letting go. That's that. All right. Um, Please, everyone, have a good rest of the week. Enjoy your time. Uh, yeah, get out there and do do what's on do what's on your heart. And sometimes, let it go. I'm not gonna sing for ya. You guys can sing. I don't even know the song. I haven't even watched Frozen yet. Oh, sorry. Sorry, that's the truth. Not that I don't want to, but I'll get to it eventually. Um, yeah, that's all I have for this week. Um, remember, like, subscribe, follow. We got some cool stuff coming up. Uh, we're only we're only uh, uh, into uh, chapter four uh, for next week, and uh, we we just getting rolling, folks. All right, have a great, I uh, already said it, have a great week and uh, take care of yourself, be loved, uh, share your love and remember you are loved, you are worthy, you are enough. Blessings to all of you. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time. Remember, you are enough, you are loved, and you are worthy. Blessings to all of you.